Well, today's reading is a carryover from what would have been last year's reading about Philip, I'm sorry, excuse me, Andrew and his brother Simon meeting Jesus. And, G and they're asking him, Rabbi, where are you going? To which Jesus offers the invitation, come and see. Come and see. That's always been one of my favorite phrases from the Gospel of John because it is an invitation to come and see all that Jesus offers. So the story today with Nathaniel is a kind of a follow-on from that. Only this time Nathaniel scoffs and says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? The ultimate put-down. Nobody likes to hear that their birthplace is somewhere that other people mock. When we lived in Detroit, somebody put a sign on the sign that said, Welcome to Detroit, and it said, When the last one leaves Detroit, turn out the lights. Nobody wanted to say they were from Detroit till someone else said, why not? And that is exactly what Jesus is saying to Nathaniel. He brings Nathaniel up short. And all Nathaniel can do is say, you are the son of God. How he went from, can anything good come out of Nazareth, to you are the son of God is beyond me. And I, trust me, I have looked. But the other part of this is Jesus doesn't discount Nathaniel. Doesn't say, you have nothing to offer me. I have everything to offer you, but you have nothing for me. Instead, he extends the same invitation. And he follows. And everything else in Nathaniel's life changes. Perhaps you, ha too, have had a moment in your life where you've been brought up short for mocking someone or something dear to another person and realized that the person is worthy of merit, is worthy of being listened to, it cared about. In the Washington Post this week, there was a story about a man whose last name was Fritz, who wanted to build the best stereo in the world. Don't know why, but he did. It took him years to build and a million dollars to put together. He alienated his children because they never went on vacation. They never did anything fun. Everything was working on this stereo. So much so that Fritz decided he needed to expand his house. So he and his sons blew out the back wall and created a space. What he ended up in the end was alienated from his children, divorced from his wife, and his life was a, a shell 
because he was obsessed with this stereo system. I kept reading the article and I couldn't believe that a person would put everything, a thing, before his children and his wife. All he did was work on this stereo, may I say this dumb stereo. And then he contracted ALS. And by then his children could have cared less about him. He never reconciled with the one son. The comments, of course, in the article were scathing. But the one that really caught my eye was a man wrote, people often need to feel superior to others, even when they aren't. So they lie to themselves and create a false picture of the world. They criticize and demean others, even when they don't know what they're talking about. He said at the end of his comment, it is the people who are kind, patient, and modest that I look up to. And they are hard to find these days. And that is certainly something many of us have discussed either at coffee hour or with friends at a dinner or even with our families. It seems as if it is difficult to find kind people. But they're there. We're here. I happen to think that this is a kind group of people and are modest. Sometimes I think a little too modest for all that we do. And that's exactly what Jesus and his repartee with Nathaniel was. It wasn't about Nathaniel, look, kaboom, I, did it. I can do this and have a tree grow from nothing. It was a simple invitation to come and see, to come and be a part of this great thing that Jesus was talking about. And that was a closer relationship with God and a closer relationship with others. We often overlook what they gave up, these disciples, to follow Jesus, that they gave up everything because they believed in him. Now, we often think that they left their families, but I have to believe that if Jesus is totally inclusive, which he is, then the families came along with them and that they were just a band of merry people that were spreading the good news we're sharing what they had. We're loving the unlovable, healing the sick, all of the things that we know happened in the Gospels. We know that Jesus didn't do it alone, and we know that the disciples couldn't have done it alone. But it all hinged on a fig tree and that wonderful invitation that is offered to each and every one of us. Come and see. Come and see how I can change your life. Come and see how 
you can change the world, or at least you're part of it. Come and see and understand what is truly valuable. And don't worry about what others think, because there will always be people that are naysayers. But when we follow Jesus, we don't worry about people saying no, because we know what we offer is a giant yes. So the next time somebody asks you where you're spending your Sunday morning, instead of saying church, say, come and see. Amen.